FC3 Communications presents a spoken word given to our congregation located at 1800 Hall Brown Road, where our senior pastor is Dr. Karen B. Johnson and assistant pastor Glenton Queen. You are welcome to join us as our services are held every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Enjoy the word. morning and praise God. Father, this, I, I come to you now, God, just thanking you for just one more day, God. I pray, Father God, that you would just hide me behind the cross and speak words of life through me, God, that will help change someone, oh God, including myself. Father God, now I bless you and I praise you and I give you honor, glory, and it's in your name I pray, Amen. Amen. For a moment, we'll be go. We'll turn to First Corinthians six, verses nineteen and twenty. When you have it, say Amen. I'll wait. Nineteen. Do you not know that your bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you? Whom you have from God, and you are not your own? 20. For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. A thought for today it's time to clean house and preserve God's temple. We live in a body-conscious society today. We take pride in what we wear and how we look, and, and it's making sure that our outward appearance looks good at all times. We make sure our hair is intact, our nails are checked, the men have their shoes shined, you know, and our clothes are neat, and we just want to look 100. But have we stopped to think about who's living on the inside of us? Who is housed within us? The Bible says that he was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities. Remember, we were bought at a price. To the young at heart and my young people, the day we decided, including myself, to accept Jesus as our personal Savior, is the day we decided to have a new life, to start a new walk, a new attitude, and a new life. And on that day... God began to transform our minds and renew our minds because that's the day we came new ownership of the Holy Spirit that's living within us. And the Bible also teaches us that if anyone's in Christ as a new creature, all things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So now it's time to check our foundation. It's time to check our house and do some housekeeping. You may want to call it spring cleaning or whatever, but it's time to reaffirm our foundation and our shape. And it reminds me of the, in the, in Solomon in the Old Testament when God told Solomon to build the temple, the temple that housed the Aaron's body rod and the Ten Commandments and the golden pot that held the matter. Okay, it took Solomon seven years to complete the temple. Seven years. And what Solomon did? 
He took his time and he carved cherubims and open flowers and he and he and he also carved um, palm trees. And there was magnificent cypress wood for the floors, and the floors were like gold, and the walls were, were overlaid with cypress wood, the very best finest of woods. He took his very time and gave God his best. And that's what we need to do when it comes to our temple. We need to make sure that we root out stuff that keep us bound so we can effectively serve God and teach our young people. How are they going to learn if we have stuff going on? We got to be sure in our calling and our selection and our foundation. We have to ask God to remove the bitterness, the strife, the envy, the hatefulness. All those things lie dormant because life don't curveballs. Am I correct? Life throw things at you. So how are you going to move forward in the things of God? We're going to check ourselves. Go back and reread the word and study the word and replace all those things with love, joy, peace, long-suffering, forgiveness, and most of all, humility. you got to be humble in this walk with the Lord. You have to be humble. Solomon was a man after God's own heart. He was a truly exceptional man. He loved the Lord, and he took his very, very time. And see, but God gives us a timeline. You can't rush God. It took him seven years. It may take us years, but we are striving to make it. And in that choice, you have to, you have to take your time. I have to take my time with this because you have to work at it. And it takes time to get rid of unforgiveness. It takes time to deal with hurts and broken relationships. It takes time to do all those things. And we have our young people who were born for greatness and this season that they're in a good season, they're moving and shaking things up. So we have to nurture and provide and teach and train and listen to them. Listen to the young people. They need us to empower to pour into them and to love them and respect them. They may not get it all right at, this, at one time, but guess what? They are striving to make it. They are striving to make it. They have to keep their hands in God's hand. That's who's going to take care of them. And we have to make sure that we study to help to make ourselves approved by God. We have to study the word and impart God's spirit within us. And, which takes me to my first point, is preparing the temple. You have to prepare the temple. God does not dwell in an unclean temple. He will not dwell there in an unclean temple. You have to rid yourself. You can live in God's fullness and God's power. So, therefore, when adversities strike us, we can take our time and we can deal with it. We will know what to do with it. But if we don't handle our situations, how can we help our young people? We can't help them. I can recall when I had my son. Yes, I was bitter. I was lonely. And I didn't want to hear from God. But the only way that I could grow and nurture and empower and raise up and impart the things of God was to change my mindset. I had to get rid of my old self. Look in the mirror. Mirror, mirror on the wall. You don't want to see yourself when you're going through stuff. Or we don't feel God sometimes. 
But that is the only avenue that's going to free you. Because God died that we might live and be free from the bondage of sin and other stuff that life throws at us. So we have to maintain and help our young people. Because they're going to look to us for answers. And trials are going to come for them. We have to, we're going to have to be strong and secure and know that God is able to keep them from falling. Yes, we, we have to do that. We are a walking and living and breathing temple. So in preparation, we have work to do. We have to purge ourselves on the inside out, spiritually, emotionally, intellectually, and physically. We have to do that. It's going to cause us to look deep within. We're going to rid ourselves of some junk, of some stuff, because God's power can manifest itself through us. We can't walk in the fullness of God if we bow down with chains on us. It's, it's acceptance is freedom. Once you accept the fact that you got some things going on, you want to deal with it, that's going to set you free. Free in your thinking, free in your praise, and free in your worship. Free in your worship. And that's what's important. Because when praises go up, blessings will come down on our children, our children's children, and on us. So we're going to have to be sure in what we're doing. We have to be sure. Which brings me to my second point, and that is maintaining the temple. You, you, got prep, you prepared it. You got to maintain it now. You have to make sure that the word is flowing through you. You have to make sure you get around some saints of God to impart and pour things into you. Study, prayer, meditation. And sometimes you can't stay where you are and go with God. There has to be some alignments, some adjustments. You have to adjust some things. Like your house you live in, you're always changing the room around, or you moving comforters or bath. You have to make adjust in your walk, in your temple. You have to make some adjustments. You can't go with God instead of saying, "There's no growth." You have to check. You have to check some things out, and get rid of some stuff, so you can flourish in the things of God. And even with the young people, you may have to leave some friends behind. Let them go. They can't go with you sometimes because God has a plan for your life. You are created for destiny, and you're created to move and shake up some things. You're in a different season, and we're going to have to nurture that and make sure you get where you got to be in God and leave some things alone. Yes. Even don't get caught up in negative situations. Walk away from it sometimes. But know that God is able to keep you. And even with that, don't, get, don't let past situations or disappointments hold you back from moving forward in God. If God has told you to go forth and do something, then you keep doing it. Keep dancing. Keep ushering. Keep doing what God has called you to do. And make it hard sometimes. But don't worry about that. That's where we come in to teach and train and raise up. They keep you moving and grooving in the Lord. Praise God for moving our blessings flow. It's just, it's, God is a sustainer. He is a keeper. 
He will keep us through it all. He will keep you through it all. We got to just hold on to God's unchanging hand and never waver or fault in our faith. Because sometimes it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But if you have a sure foundation and the cracks have been screwed up or whatever you want to do with it, your house is going to be sound. You can bend, but you're not going to break. Okay? The life and struggles, they're going to come in life. But you're going to have to walk through some things. You're going to keep walking with the Lord in spite of a situation that might come. Sometimes life gets so hard. And you don't want to read your words sometimes. But guess what? It's in my heart. It's in my heart. So train up your child the way they would go. When they get older, they're going to depart from because they're going to know they have a foundation. They're going to stand firm on the word of God. Teach them how to pray, how to walk upright before the Lord. And when things come up against them, they will know what to do and how to do it. We send our kids to school sometimes. They may or may not come back home. We don't know. It's a cruel, cruel world out here today. We need to cover our peoples, cover our children. We need to cover them. In spite of, we need to cover them and cover each other and our families. And our families. Lamentation tells us to search and examine out our ways. Search our hearts. Search our motives, our thinking. Search out our ways. What we think and how we feel. And how we're going to do things differently. Because on the inside of us, the Holy Spirit lives and dwells. And we just can't do anything we want to do. Go where we want to go. Say what we want to say. It's not going to work. He's not going to dwell in an unclean temple. He's not going to dwell there. You wonder why things don't work or things not going on and this is going on, that's going on. Life is not what it's where it should be. Check out your temple. Check it out. You may not want to face it. It may hurt you. It may not feel good, but change is necessary. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Sometimes it takes years to get rid of, but guess what? You're trying to make a difference. And as long as you try and you're walking with God, he's going to have your back and walk with you. He's not going to leave you nor forsake you. God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Got to seek God. And if you avail yourself, God will use you. If you allow yourself, God will change you. If you don't want to be changed, he's not going to do it. You got to want it. So how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? I can recall when I raised my son, I was bitter, yes, because he was tormented. He was bullied. Young folks are bullied today. The schools don't look out for them. They bully, they beat, they torture, they had them stealing. Yeah, I was bitter. I couldn't even go to the principal or anybody, but I had to check myself. God did not move until I changed my attitude. For God, I will live. For God, I will die. I had to pour into him to learn, to teach, to grow, to nurture, and to listen. God is able. He's so able to keep us if we allow him. Is he's able. We got to walk with God. You got to want to walk with him. And yes, it may not feel good sometimes. No change does hurt. And you cry all the time. Crying and this is not done right. That's not done right. But guess what? God is. God is. 
So crying sometimes will make you, will heal you. It's a sign of purging. So cry, if you cry all night long, no more tears are going to come. It's no more there. It's time for the healing process to take place now. You're about to heal. Because you're crying over with. Ain't no more crying. No more whining. It's time to be healed. Yes. Because that's what God wants us to do. That's because you're on the block being purged. And you're whipped. And you put, yes, he's going to whip you. He's going to whip us, yes. Anybody ever had a whipping? From the Lord. I'm serious. I'm serious. You may want things one way, but God said, no. You go left. No, you can't go right. No, you're going to keep going right. You're going to bump your head. No. When all the crying's over, that's when it's time to get your healing. And God will heal you from the inside out. You don't have to cry no more because God has got that. Yes, it might hurt you, but guess what? You understand why. He's never going to leave me. He's not going to forsake me. I'm going to stand on God's promises. Come what may. Come what may. Come what may. And you get to a place where you can state that, that means you're growing in grace. Because you've been through so much along this journey, there's nothing, nothing to do but to praise and thank God. But each and every day he allow us to live and be able to have our being. Because the trials are going to come. Life is going to happen. So we're going to have to maintain our temple, church, all of us, from the pulpit to the door, including myself. I check myself every day, see what's going on. Lord, strengthen me. What I'm doing wrong now? What can I make it better? You know? So I just now just stand. Let it roll off my back because I know the trick of the enemy trying to trip me up. Uh-uh. He ain't going to trip me up. I know too much about him. Not going to trip me up. I'm not going to have it. Not going to have it. Even with our young people, y'all, you're all achiever. You won't be stopped. You can't be blocked. You're moving in the Lord. Remember that. You go to school, you're an achiever. You can't be stopped. And you can't be blocked. What God has for you, it is for you. Yes, it is for you. Jesus, help me. Lord, have mercy. The Lord is good, church. And his mercies endures forever. Yes, it does. So when we go through, I'm going to to conclusion now. When we grow in grace and then we maintain, prepare our temple, that's when we have to look at situations around us and know that no matter where you find yourself in life or your circumstances or situations, know that God is always there with us. He knows that. And when we come home and we find our young people not wanting to share or open up, we got to impart to them and teach them and let them know that when they are weak, he's strong. When they grow weary, he's able. When they are confused, God is their peace. When they are broken, he can heal them. That's what they need to know from us. Tell them our stories, how we made it over. I have not always been saved. I went through some stuff. I don't know about you, but I went through some stuff to get where I am today. So they need to know those things so they can know how to conduct and handle themselves. When they go through peer pressure and bullying and self, low self-esteem and all those things that we have dealt with, let's say me, I have dealt with, then I can show them how to walk through it, walk through the temptation and learn how to live in a godly world in an ungodly environment. 
This is an ungodly world we're living right now. So teach them the things of God so they will know how to handle themselves. Yes. And we were bought with a price. Therefore, you got to glorify God in your body, in our bodies, and in your spirit, which are God's. And just gotta, you got to do that. There's no other way. You got to make sure that temple is tight. You got to clean it up every day. And it's going to take some time. It might not take seven years. It may, I don't know what you're dealing with. But I'm, I'm, I'm constantly doing things. I have to do it. So I have to always I have to let him know that you can do this. When they have questions, I want to be able to give them a good sound wisdom, godly wisdom answer. I don't want to feed them anything because that's not what I was fed. No, we were bought with a price so that we can be free and live the abundant life, which is in Christ Jesus. Let the church say amen. 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 That's, that's my word for today. <laughs> Clean up the temple. Clean it up. Clean it up. Clean it up. I don't care if you've been saved 20, 30, 40, 50 years. You got to work on that foundation constantly. It's a constant, constant thing. Yes. We will now have our ready for our baptism. The doors of the church are open as our decision counselors come forward. There's anyone here that does not know this Jesus that we're talking about and the pardon of their sins and how to go about getting their temple cleaned up and just having a closer walk with the Lord. Salvation is open to anyone. You may feel that you don't understand what we're talking about, the temple and the Holy Spirit and the housing and all this and all of that. Well, you can come on down and they can walk you through the process. Let you see that God is able to change, renew, and restore. He can do all things but fail. You just got to want it. You got to trust him to do it. Or you may have backslidden. You came to Christ a long time ago and you decided you want to do things on your own. Well, there's restoration. There's restoration. You may feel that you want to come down and reconnect with the saints and, and go do some things and just let God lead you and move you and shake you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Is there another one? Just want to come down and just know a little bit more about who Jesus is and, and, and how I can do some things different. I'm tired of living life the same old way. I'm tired of doing the same old thing. Stuck on being stuck. I want to free myself. Because God died that we might live. I had the abundant life. You may be looking. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Thank you, God. Praise him. Praise the Lord. Praise him. Just give God a praise for the great things that he is doing, is going to do, and have done. It doesn't take much. It just, take, it just takes being honest. It doesn't take a whole lot if you want change. 
you may be deciding to become a partner here with us at First Christian. Want to partner with us and, and, and get involved and do things that God will have us to do. If that's a call for you, then you come on down. You come on down. And last, you may be designed a believer's baptism. An outward sign of an inward change. You want the world to know that you are living for Christ now. For Christ, I will live. And for Christ, I will die. Our hearts and mind clear. We're going to prepare for our baptism now.